mindfulness mode. Movement is an effective way to release your inner bully and to let go of any mindset that no longer serves you. Hey, Mindful Tribe, welcome to the show. So good to have you here at Mindfulness Mode. And if you're new, great to have you with us today. And uh, we're talking today about how you can use movement to let go. Use movement to let go. And after many, many sessions with so many coaching clients, it's obvious that one of the most difficult challenges for most people It's not developing certain skills. It's not becoming more focused. It's the skill of letting go. And many of the people I work with, well, they come to realize during our sessions that what's holding them back is sometimes, well, sometimes it's an inner bully or a mindset that's making it impossible for them to move forward. In a lot of cases, this mindset did once serve them in a positive way, but as time went by, that same mindset no longer serves them. It no longer helps them. It's no longer a positive in their life. That inner bully originally protected them in some way that was critically important at the time. In other words, they may not have survived through their challenge back then if they if it hadn't been for this particular thought process that that kept them going years later it became obvious that this inner dialogue was no longer helping them to move forward in life and once my client came to this realization then the burning question became obvious now that i know my problem how do i move forward how do i let go of that particular way of thinking And I've certainly come to this conclusion myself in my own life a few years ago. You know, there have been various mindsets that I I suddenly realized, oh, I never, never knew it. I never realized it specifically. But now that I've I've done a lot of self-study, I've done a lot of work, and I've realized, oh, wow, I have this specific mindset that is holding me back. It took a lot of work to come to that realization. But then once I did realize it, I'm like, okay, how do I let go of it? How do I let go of it? And that's what we're talking about today. And if you're a regular listener of Mindfulness Mode, you'll know that I refer to this negative thought pattern as your inner bully. But so how do you let this thought pattern go? And if you're like me, you might have difficulty letting go of things like books that are accumulating on your shelves. Well, I love books. I love reading books that I've read from people that I've interviewed, so many of them, over over 600, well over 600. Um, Sometimes I have trouble letting go of clothes that I haven't worn lately, but I still want to keep them, or, or even tools that... I no longer use, I might think, oh, someday I'll probably want that drill or I'll probably use that saw for something or, you know, things like that. Well, letting go of thoughts that are holding you back can be difficult in a similar way. First, you have to have a clear understanding, of course, of the mindset that is holding you back. And once you get that understanding, you have to make sure that your desire to let go is actually genuine. Do you truly 
100% want to let go of that mindset? Does your conscious mind and your subconscious mind both agree that this mindset is no longer serving you? So you might be aware of what your conscious mind wants. You may not be so aware of what your subconscious mind wants. And this is where journaling and meditation becomes vital. They work together to help you move to the point where you can effectively ditch the way of thinking that's derailing your life. Many of my clients gain clarity in their conscious mind by doing daily journaling about the issue, whatever issue they're working on. Often they start by writing about whatever is on their mind. Sometimes I suggest to start off with, with these two words, especially if they say, geez, Bruce, I don't know where to start. A lot of times I say, start with these two words, I am. And then it doesn't matter what you put after those words, but most of us, if we start with the two words, I am, then something will flow after that. Now, meditation after journaling can be particularly effective. And of course, we've talked a lot about meditation on the show as well. I recommend developing a routine so that you are doing these two exercises on a daily basis, the journaling and the meditation. It's just, it's just so valuable to make sure that this is a habit, the journaling and meditation. Make sure it's a habit that you are, are comfortable with and that it's just um, completely something that you have automatically in your life. And I recommend developing this routine so that you're doing these two exercises first thing in the morning, soon after waking up. Journaling, meditation. Journaling, meditation. If you want to move forward quickly, also consider journaling and meditating before falling asleep at night. Stay away from any digital devices at least two hours before bedtime. And I highly recommend this too. Don't put food, alcohol, or drinks other than water into your system in the three hours before sleep. This made a big difference for me. Uh, I would be, you know, maybe around 8.30 at night or 9.30, you know, 8.30 to 9.30, somewhere in there. I'd be like, oh, I'll just, I'll just eat some popcorn or I'll just eat this or drink that and, you know... Then later I realized that when I started to make a habit of not putting food and, and drinks other than water into my system in those three hours, that, wow, I slept better, I had, I had clear thoughts, I had vivid dreams a lot of the time that seemed very productive. It seemed like my brain was just working through a lot of the ideas, the thoughts, the concerns that were on my mind. So I would highly recommend that. Now, if you do that, your brain and body will be in prime condition for a restful sleep, and your brain will work to solve your inner dilemmas while you're sleeping. At least this is, this is totally my belief, and, and I know the belief of quite a number of my guests that I've had the chance to talk to about this. Now, maybe you've set up routines. Maybe you already have journaling and meditation in those routines. And so if that's the case, it's time to add another crucial element 
And that crucial element is movement. So why does movement help us solve challenges more quickly and cause us to feel more centered and more grounded? Well, the answer to this question, I think, has been unknown for centuries. But as a result of some recent studies, some scientists have theories that are making a lot of sense about this. The human brain is a muscle, and thus it needs exercise. It also thinks through movement, which is why some of the best ideas come to us when we are moving around, doing something else entirely. Have you ever noticed that if you had you know, something on your mind and you're thinking, oh, how am I going to work this out? How am I going to, you know, drop my son off at baseball and and pick up my daughter at uh, swimming lessons and then get over to uh, meet my my wife at at her job and pick her up? And, you know, you're thinking about something that your your mind just needs to work through. And maybe you're stressed out about this. Maybe it's causing you anxiety and you just can't figure, out, figure it out. But once you do something else, maybe you go for a jog, maybe you, um, maybe you do some yoga, maybe you go f- have a swim or, or something along these lines, then have you ever noticed that all of a sudden it seems like, oh, of course I know what I'm going to do. Of course I'm going to, you know, ask my brother to pick up my my daughter when he's coming home from work or something like this. You know, it just kind of comes to you. Well, speaking of movement and and speaking of of all of this, there was uh, a man you might have heard of him, James Fuller Fix, and that's Fix with two X's. He was born back in 1932. He was an American who wrote the 1977 best-selling book, The Complete Book of Running. And he is the man, James Fuller Fix, who is credited with helping start America's fitness revolution by popularizing the sport of running and demonstrating the health benefits of regular jogging. So you might be interested in checking out his book, The Complete Book of Running. There are, of course, lots of great books about running. And uh, back on episode 362, I interviewed Deepak Shukla. And wow, did I ever appreciate talking to him. And the episode was called Discover Mindfulness in Ultra Marathon Running. Deepak is a marathon runner who has run over 20 five marathons. He was also a three times Ironman. And uh, well, like I said, the episode was called Discover Mindfulness in Ultra Marathon Running. And you can listen at mindfulnessmode.com slash 362. So maybe just jot that down or make a mental note that that's That's a great episode to listen to. He explained on the episode that movement and specifically running made him more aware of his emotions. And he described it like this. He said movement helped him almost see what emotions were coming to him. He said he could sense the triggers and become mindful of what was happening and what his trigger points were. As a result, movement allowed him to manage his negative emotions and process them a lot more effectively than he could previously have done. He said running made a huge difference for him. And uh, yoga 
can also help you process your thoughts and become more focused and have less anxiety. And there are many, many people that swear by yoga and its power to help you through some of these challenges. Back in October 2020, I interviewed a couple who have devoted their lives to yoga and to helping to spread the word that yoga can be a powerful way to become unstuck and move forward in your life. The couple is Juliana and Mark Spilochuk, and they're known under the name online as Boho Beautiful. So you might have seen some of their videos or some of their, uh, you know, some of their social media posts. Boho Beautiful, just B-O-H-O Beautiful. And Boho Beautiful is a travel, yoga, and lifestyle brand creating positive content, as they say, for the body, mind, and earth. And their online content is centered around yoga, like I said, but also travel, fitness, vegan food, self-awareness, conscious living, and they have guided meditations as well. So you can hear them on mindfulnessmode.com slash 601. Boho Beautiful has grown over 1.5 million subscribers on YouTube, over 300 thousand followers on Instagram and they have sold literally tens of thousands of books and programs online and and they've been inspired by so many people from all over the planet it was just fascinating talking to both of them on the episode another uh, yoga expert I interviewed is Kelly DiNardo she's the author of several books including Living the Sutras a guide to yoga wisdom beyond the mat she is so down to earth. She is so real. And yet she's done amazing things. She's written for the Oprah magazine, for Martha Stewart Living. She's been teaching yoga for more than 15 years. And she's the owner of a yoga studio in Washington, D.C. called Past Tense Yoga. And she's also the co-host of a podcast called Living It. Kelly's a firm believer that movement through yoga is a way to feed your mind and your body so that you will become more able to let go of what no longer serves you. So do consider you know, checking out Kelly DiNardo's episode as well. During the interview, we discuss how Kelly started practicing yoga at a young age and the parallels between her childhood and how she lives today and how she views balance now as opposed to then. She talked about how yoga has helped her through, through uh, her challenges in life, including relationship changes and relocating from one major city to another. Kelly just has such a clear understanding of how yoga can help clients who are living with a mindset that is no longer serving them. So check out Kelly DiNardo's episode. It's called Wisdom, Yoga Wisdom Beyond the Mat. And you can listen at mindfulnessmode.com slash 485. So I mentioned about studies, and I just want to let you know that through studies in the past 20 years, scientists have begun to make it clear that movement can help us change our mindsets that no longer serve us. And... Some of these studies show that we can become more grounded and more certain of what we should be doing in our lives. And a specific way to use movement to let go of a limiting belief is to focus on the belief 
by condensing it into a concise statement and phrasing it in such a way that your mind will identify that limiting belief as something to release. So here's an example of this. Let's say, for instance, let's say I have anxiety because I'm worried about what others think of me. I just can't get this thought out of my mind. I'm just so worried about what other people will think of me. I don't even want to go out. I don't want to mix socially. It's just a real problem for me. Well, if this were the case, I would begin by, st uh, by stating something like, I have been given power and ability to let go of my belief that the opinions of others will hold me back. So that would be an initial statement. And then the mantra that I would repeat while exercising, running, swimming, or doing yoga, or, or even martial arts, it might be something like this. I now let go and move forward, knowing that the universe embraces what I have to offer. So at this point, I want to emphasize the fact that the way our brain works is kind of interesting because that statement that I said first, I've been given power and ability to let go of my belief that the opinion of others will hold me back. What your brain will remember is the opinions of others will hold me back. And I'm sure you realize you do not want to be cementing that idea in your mind. So if you said that over and over as a mantra, even though the first part of this statement is talking about the power that you've been given and your ability to let go of the belief, well, your brain is left with this part of the statement that says the opinions of others will hold me back. So that statement is simply for you to get a grip on, hey, what is that negative mindset that I'm trying to move out of my mind? What is it? What is it that I want to change? So don't go over and over and over that mindset. Just make sure that you're clear what it is that you want to let go of. And then notice that the mantra that I mentioned is very positive. I now let go and move forward, knowing that the universe embraces what I have to offer. And so that's the mantra that you have put together as a result of your limiting belief. And in your case, it will be a different statement and a different mantra. So I'm just using this as an example. Well, once you have this personal example developed, and you may want to work this out with a coach or a friend or somebody that supports you maybe it's a maybe it's a you know a partner at work or maybe it's it's somebody that supports what you do well doing this it takes time and practice and it'll require intuition to determine exactly what mantra is right for you now simply moving while talking can unlock inner wisdom and it'll help you advance faster than you would have advanced without pairing movement with talking. So when I say movement, of course, I've mentioned all these different possibilities, you know, like swimming, running, yoga, martial arts. The process can be quite intense, both physically and mentally. So take regular breaks 
from your movement and pace yourself. And I also recommend that you write down notes in your journal following your sessions. Even doing this for five to 10 minutes a day can help you move through some of your challenges and you'll notice changes in your thought process if you keep this up on a regular basis. If you find the movement to be too exhausting, gently hold specific positions for a few seconds and be sure to breathe deeply and comfortably. You don't want to become dizzy or lightheaded, but you do want to push your boundaries. So when I say hold your position for a few seconds, you can imagine what that would be like if you were doing yoga. But if you were doing martial arts, if you're you know, doing other kinds of movements, I'm sure you can imagine how you could do this. Now, of course, if you're running or swimming, it's a, it's a whole different situation. You have, to, you have to learn how to pace yourself. So if you're running, you know, pace yourself and don't go at it too hard. And uh, same thing with swimming. Don't go at it too, too hard. If you know the chakra system, visualize it during the process as well. This can help you. And this will align and energize every cell in your body. And if you'd like to learn more about chakras, I recommend reading this book. And the book is called The Big Book of Chakras and Chakra Healing by Dr. Susan Shumsky. And Dr. Shumsky is an expert at chakras and how to use your knowledge of chakras to heal and move forward in life. I interviewed Dr. Shumsky on episode 514 during March of 2020, and wow, I was I was so amazed at her at her uh, knowledge and understanding and her her ability to clearly and concisely explain chakras. Her interview is called "Chakra Healing for Transformation" with Dr. Susan Shumsky. So, yeah, you can find it on episode 514, mindfulnessmode.com slash 514. So, like I mentioned earlier, there are scientific studies to show movement can improve mindset. And today, of course, I'm, I'm just chatting and sharing ideas about this. And, you know, I'm not, I haven't put together like, like a scientific report or anything, but one of those studies that that really does support this is by someone named Gareth Hughes and Christopher Wilson. They put together this study in 2017 and it's called From Transcendence to General Maintenance, Exploring the Creativity and Well-Being Dynamic in Higher Education. And uh, in their study, they state that there's a growing body of evidence relating to the health benefits of participation with creative activity and engagement with creative experiences. I found this study particularly interesting regarding movement and well-being. And of course, I'm very, very interested in the whole creative side of humans as well. Another study can be found under the title, Stretching Reduces Loneliness and Boosts Overall Well-Being. This study shows that stretching... So movement through stretching helps to balance serotonin, which you probably know from listening to the show is, is what we might refer to as the happy chemical, serotonin. If you want to stretch the muscles in your face, your forehead, neck, arms, upper back, 
take a look at this short YouTube video called Yoga for Your Face with Adrian Mischler. So I've included links in the show notes to these these uh, particular URLs that I've been mentioning. Practicing kundalini yoga and using meditation is a powerful way to change your mindset. So be aware that it is advisable to conduct to consult your doctor and and then maybe an expert yoga teacher or therapist to help you with this process of transitioning your mindset. So as a result of the exercises, though, you could feel stiffness in your body or even headaches after doing some of these practices. And this can happen anytime we push our bodies in ways that we have not done before. So as I get to the conclusion of, of my show today, uh, you know, it's just it's just important to you know, just think about how, how you can make sure that you are using movement in your life, that movement is a, a, an important part of your daily routine, however you can do that. And, uh, you know, just be open to the idea that movement is an effective way to release your inner bully and to let go of any mindset that no longer serves you. So thanks so much for listening today, Mindful Tribe. All the very best to you. Bye now. Hey, Mindful Tribe, thanks again for joining me today. And as always, if you subscribe, if you leave a review, that's always very helpful. You know that every time I do an interview with a guest on the show, I ask them for a a book recommendation. And I went through all the books that people have recommended, and I put together a list of the top 12 books recommended on the Mindfulness Mode podcast. And then I put that together into a little mini ebook that you can download for free. And uh, in that little book are links and a little bit of information about each book and an image and, you know, that kind of thing just for you. So if you would like to have that, that's free for you. Just go to mindfulnessmode.com slash top 12 books and uh, put in your email address so I can send this to you and I'd be very very happy to do that so mindfulnessmode.com slash top 12 books if you have any feedback have any thoughts for me I'm always happy to receive emails from you send it to bruce at mindfulnessmode.com all the best to you mindful tribe take what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm focus and happiness stay in the mode